You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What's Up Broadway. We are your listening hub for Broadway breaking news, industry interviews, what's trending on theater socials, and fan Q&A. Today, I am back with my co-host, Martine Acuna. How are you today, Martine? Hi, Ayana. I am great. I had a very fun weekend finishing the Smigadun series. I prefer, I honestly prefer to like binge watch everything instead of waiting every week for a new episode. Uh, so yeah, that's what, like I saw the first episode, but then I just waited until um, all the episodes were out and then binge watch. So that was my plan for this weekend. This series full of Broadway faces is just like a dream come true. Like I mm -hmm. sometimes honestly wish my life was a living musical. So can, can you imagine, like, you're, you're walking down the block and suddenly something happens to you and everyone bursts into song and dance? Like, that would be fun. Like, in, in the middle of, I don't know, in New York, obviously, it would happen all the time. But I don't know, walking through <laughs> Prospect Park in Brooklyn and be like, hmm, going happy. And then everyone starts to sing and dance. I would die. Like, honestly, it would be the best for me. <laughs> I love musicals, but I don't ever want to live in one. No? <laughs> no. And, and but you? your weekend sounded uh -huh. fantastic. Your weekend sounded fantastic. I loved Schmigadoon, um, but again, I would never want to live inside of a musical. I actually watched Dreamgirls, uh, the film with Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce, Eddie Murphy. I love it. I mean, I've seen Dreamgirls literally a hundred times, but the last viewing over the weekend, I was like, oh my God, we need a Broadway revival. So if you're a producer listening, please, please bring Broadway a Dreamgirls revival. Please. Let's get into some Broadway news. Passover had their official opening night on Sunday and the reviews are in. Here is what a few critics had to say. Christian Lewis, our other co-host and also theater critic, over at Broadway World said, if we can follow the lead of this production, Broadway can pass over into something different, something better, something more equitable and diverse, something more political. Mm -hmm. Chris Jones at the New York Daily News said, Passover is a biblically moralistic work that calls out white America, declares that black lives matter and demands structural change, especially regarding the police. Adam Feldman, 
over at Time Out gave the play four stars and said Passover is a risky enterprise, a serious non-musical show opening in the summer amid a public health crisis. And although Passover deals with questions of escape, it is far from escapist entertainment. Well, talking about openings, Ayana, a number of productions have released a lot of videos on social media to gear up people for the reopening of their shows. Among them are The Phantom of the Opera, Hadestown, The Lion King, and To Kill a Mockingbird. Also, Frozen posted a video to gear up fans for their national tour. I love these videos for one simple reason. They make me so emotional and I always get goosebumps every single time I watch them. Like the Lion King rehearsal at the Minskoff Theater and like watching director Julie Tamer burst into tears while the cast was singing the opening number. It was like, yeah, out of this world. And I, I, I got goosebumps the four or five minutes of that video. Also, Mockingbird's video reminded me of Rob McClure Conductor's Cam Season 2, Episode 1. That video, you can you can see it on his Instagram. And he has a lot of people calling places and lights and times. And it's just, it's exciting. It's building up the excitement for our comeback. And I just, I love it. That's so specific, Martine. <laughs> <laughs> I love these videos also. My favorite is Hadestown. The like fisheye cam that they did was so cute. Um, and also, I'm really excited for Hadestown to come back. And then the Lion King, they really know how to put out a video, don't they? Like, just to get you excited. The Lion King has been on Broadway forever, but the emotions that the Lion King videos emote are like, yeah. oh my God, it's really coming back. So very excited. I'm just excited overall that shows are coming back and Passover. Um, show that we can come back safely. The mask and vaccination mandate seems to be working, and I am happy that I don't have to live another year without the art form I love so much. Yes. Yes, and I mean, it's the only way we can go back safely to everything, not only theaters, like to be as close as normal to what it was life before the pandemic. So yeah, me too. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully with some changes, though. Um, now that shows are back, the Broadway League recently announced that they will not publicly share grosses for the 2021-22 season. And I'm honestly really happy about it. Any show that safely returns, no matter the ticket sales, should be celebrated. It's hard enough getting back to rehearsals and preparing for the reopenings of shows that have been closed for over a year. Pressure to sell tickets to a public already nervous about returning to in-person gatherings is just adding another layer of anxiety. I'd rather try to make people see that it's okay to return to theater and get them comfortable before worrying about what shows are or aren't making money. What are your thoughts, Martine? I agree with you. I think right now people are scared to going back into buildings and to like places that aren't outdoors. Um, so just adding this sales part, it's just building things that we don't need right now. And as you said, every single show should be celebrated. It's a major landmark for everything to be on a rehearsal studio or going back on stage. So mm -hmm. I, I just think that, yes, money is important to keep things running, but why can't we for once see the brighter side of our artistry and be positive about the comeback? Like mm -hmm. the only thing we want to do is 
celebrate what we love in the theater. And listen, I get it. I'm a producer. I get that, you know, we have to keep a show open to pay people, to pay the artists, to pay everyone behind the scenes. I get it. But theater just coming back needs to be celebrated. We can talk about the money later. In other news, Moulin Rouge cast members will headline 2021 U.S. Open opening night ceremony on Monday, August 30th. Natalie Mendoza will make her first public appearance as the new Satine, which is so exciting. Do you watch tennis, Martine? I don't, but I for sure will be (laughs) watching the opening ceremony just for the the number uh, Moulin Rouge will do. And also, it's the first time Natalie will be in costume, in her character, and I'm excited for her. Like, I really cannot wait to see her do her thing. And I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm happy for her. The Actress Fund has revealed that performer Debbie Allen, philanthropist Nico Emale, producer Stacey Mindich, and stars in the house creators Seth Rudesky and James Wesley will receive the Actress Fund Medal of Honor at the 2021 Gala. I am happy for them. This is big and the this honor is presented annually to a group of individuals or organizations who are dedicated to enriching the entertainment community this year's gala is being held virtually on november 1st at 7 p.m and it will feature tribute performances the details of which are expected to be announced soon this is huge This is really huge. Congrats to them all. I'm really, really excited to hear about Stars in the House as they kept the theater community alive during the entire shutdown period Mm -hmm. with their YouTube series. I literally watched every episode to feel like I was still connected. They did such a great job. um, And I'm very, very happy to see them getting honored. Let's get into some show opening and cast announcements. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, any Anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We're now on a roll with shows coming back. What are the next shows scheduled to reopen? Okay, well... The next shows to reopen are Hadestown and Waitress on September 2nd. Then The Lion King, Chicago, Hamilton, and Wicked will reopen on September 14th. Are you excited for any of these? Yes, I have my Wicked ticket. (laughs) And I'm just so... I can't wait to be that first audience back to see Wicked. I wish they would announce their casting, hint, hint. But... (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm really excited to see Wicked. I just know that that first show back is going to be intense. Yeah. The crowd, the Wicked fans 
like I love Wicked, but I am not like the Wicked fan. The Wicked fans are intense. And yeah. I'm like just waiting to sit in the midst of them and to be happy just to be back in theater. What about you? Any of these shows you're excited about? Well, I will always be excited for Lion King. This was my first show on Broadway back in 2008. So I will always root for The Lion King. Um, I'm also excited for Waitress. Like, I just love it. The music is so catchy and I enjoy it so much that I'm, I'm just excited for this. I'm really excited for, for, for their comeback. Yeah, Waitress is also has like some intense fans like yeah. that follow waitress everywhere <laughs> they go so um <laughs> yeah i'm really excited for waitress as well but it's like wow i didn't know we could do revival so quickly yeah <laughs> like if so can we bring once on this island back like right and now dream girls. <laughs> yeah dream girls is way overdue over in casting news the chicago broadway return cast has been announced Bianca Marroquin is Velma, Anna Vijafanye will play Roxy, and Lilius White will be Mama. What a phenomenal cast. Very excited about this. Have you seen Chicago on Broadway, Martine? Not on Broadway. I've seen the movie and just a little story mm -hmm. um, for people to laugh. When I was in high school, I was in an all-male high school, and we wanted to bring like my school did a lot of musicals and a lot of performing arts stuff uh, during the 80s and the 90s. And when I was in high school in the 2000s, like things, arts were canceled basically. Uh, but then when, when I was probably 15, uh, we wanted to bring musicals back. And they offered me the role of Mama Morton in Chicago. And what? I was, I know, I was so close to playing it. I would have loved it. And I mean, who doesn't love Queen Latifah? <laughs> <laughs> we also previously spoke about the drama circulating Laura Osnes, who is against being vaccinated. It was recently announced that, that Christy Altamar, Broadway's original Anastasia, will take Laura's place on the Disney Princess concert tour. I just really hope that Laura changes her mind regarding vaccinations because she will continue to lose work and as more and more shows require their cast to be fully vaccinated. And everywhere you want to go will ask for the vaccination proof. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's the only way. I agree. And um, New York is becoming very strict with uh, mm -hmm. proof of vaccination. So it's the only way to be safe. In other casting news, Edmund Donovan will head to Broadway this fall in Lynn Nottage's latest play, Clyde's. He completes a cast that also includes the previously announced Uzal Aduba, Ron Cephas Jones, Reza Salazar, and Kara Young. Clyde's follows a truck stop sandwich shop that offers its formerly incarcerated kitchen staff a shot at redemption. The play begins previews on November 3rd. Have you heard much about Clyde's? You just saying that, it got me excited. It sounds like a nice story. Like, who doesn't love a redemption story? Who doesn't love a cast that sounds like this? Also. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, the story, but the cast is insane. Uza Aduba and Ron Cephas Jones. Wow, that's incredible, incredible yeah. cast. I'm really excited that Broadway is just coming back with like a wow factor. Let's talk about what happened on theater socials. Okay, Ayana, you are breaking the internet every time you tweet something, from an emoji to a few words. So do you have any hot tips to share before we get into socials? Remember, hot tips are just that, hot tips. This is not confirmed. A streaming company is looking to purchase a certain Broadway house. What do you think about streaming companies owning Broadway houses? I think it may be a great move in terms of accessibility to theater and to these shows that maybe won't come back in 10, 15, 20 years. So I would be excited for, for a streaming company to own a Broadway house. What I would be worried about, though, would be how much time would one single show stay in that theater once it's been either streamed live or gotten uh, a pro shot production. I think that that would worry me a bit because shows should be changing constantly to to have more variety for the streaming service. I would dig the idea just in terms of accessibility. I agree with you in terms of accessibility. We have to also remember that Disney already owns a house, mm -hmm. a Broadway house, and that um, Audible from Amazon owns an off-Broadway house. So, I mean, it's already happening. It's already been done. But I feel like if like Netflix or Amazon streaming were to come in to a deal that this could literally change the game on mm -hmm. Broadway accessibility, but also like pay for actors and stagehands and people in the back and ushers and I'm really excited but I'm a little bit nervous like you said um what happens when a show is streamed does it is it an advantage to the show or does it take it away I'm not sure yet and I know that a lot of people uh, feel the same way but I'm excited we'll see what happens if it does happen great the future of Broadway is now. It is what it is. <laughs> but let, let's go back a little bit into that detail of Disney owning already a house. What I think mm -hmm. it's been successful for that is, yes, they launched their streaming platform and they've owned this Broadway house for, for some years now, but they're not giving away the shows that are on Broadway from Disney. I mean, we, we haven't heard of a Lion King pro shot or an Aladdin pro shot or or a Frozen pro shot. I think it it would be great for Disney Plus to have like the Broadway shows in the platform, uh, but I think they've had a very they've done a very good job at showing the way when a streaming company owns a Broadway house. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Disney is doing some great work um streaming and on Broadway. It's 2021. We don't expect Broadway to stay the same. At least I don't. And mm -hmm. I'm excited for change, whether it be a streaming company or whether it be bringing people to their Broadway debuts or whether it be um, hiring actors or 
backstage lighting designers and costume designers of color. Like I'm all about the change in the future of Broadway. So let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what the future may hold. Before we wrap, get ready for BPN's latest podcast, Burnt, the show that set Broadway ablaze. It is Broadway's first true crime podcast, and it is all about the scandal of Rebecca the Musical. I am so excited for this because it is juicy. Head over to bpn.fm slash burnt. That's B-U-R-N-T for more info and ways to listen and subscribe. Make sure to check out broadwaypodcastnetwork.com for new episodes, including The Producer's Perspective with Ken Davenport. Podcast details what Broadway's recovery will look like. Now We're Talking Podcast's latest episode features a hilarious conversation with Natalie Weiss of Les Mis and Breaking Down the Riffs. Real Talk with Mason Bray chats with director of documentary film The Show Must Go On, Sammy Cannell. The theater podcast with Alan Seals talks with Jay Armstrong Johnson about Phantom of the Opera, Quantico, On the Town, and more. Mama's Talking Loud chats with performer and educator Carrie Michelle Petinot about her amazing home birth story. And if you missed the cat's cast reunion, catch the special replay of Broadway Reborn, a celebratory welcome back hosted by Mike Abrams of the Wrong Cat Died podcast by visiting bpn.fm slash cats live. Remember, you can always find episodes early exclusively through BPN's iOS app. Download it now by visiting bpn.fm slash app. Okay, Ayana, before we end, let's get into fan Q&A. We were asked on Twitter, what does it take to be a theater producer? And I would love your insights as a first-timer producer on Broadway with Passover. <laughs> This is an interesting topic. Um, my way of getting into producing is not the normal way that people get into it. Um, I took a bunch of classes um, on theater producing. Um, I also have a mentor. Her name is Jennifer, who has been mentoring mentoring me for the past like two to three years on theater producing. And then uh, Matt Ross, who is the lead producer of Passover, had this amazing um, producing initiative called A Seat at the Table. And he asked people who are interested in theater producing, uh, more specifically people of color and women who are interested in theater producing if they wanted to be a part of this program. And of course I was like, heck yeah. Like, you know, this is my dream to really be um, a theater producer and not, not really like a commercial theater producer, which would be like, Broadway. I'm all about like producing regional shows as much as like off Broadway. Broadway is great to produce on, but it's not my like saving grace. Um, so yeah, like, and I worked with Matt on Passover and that was like another dream come true. And then um, in comes Is This a Room and Dana H, which I work on with Matt Ross and Dory Bernstein. And 
that's another dream come true. So like how I entered it was like just knowing the right people. Having a mentor is very, very huge. I would not say go into theater producing without taking a few classes, without going to school. I know that some courses now at like Columbia University have strictly producing courses. Um, they didn't have that when I was in college <laughs> way back when. Um <laughs> Because I, I, I totally would have taken producing courses, but now they do, I know, specifically at, at Columbia University, and I think at NYU also. But having a mentor who's geared to just teaching you specifically is like a great way to get into theater producing. Also a mentor who is very connected as Jen is, I would say definitely get a mentor, take classes and talk to as many people as you can and just ask like sometimes a nice cold email like hey can i like be an associate producer on this show because i really want to learn from you i i haven't met a producer who would say no you know you know what i mean just so like a cold email would work especially if you're really interested in theater so i love it and you you just said that you took courses. Do you took any recent one that you would recommend to people? Yeah, Martine. So right before the pandemic, I took the three day intensive at CTI. They have a whole like entire platform that is dedicated to training new producers. Um, so I would definitely check out CTI. I'm, I'm not sure if they're doing in person as yet, but it's something worth checking out for sure. Thanks, Martine. And thank you to whoever um, asked that question. It's a great question. And I know a lot of people want to get into producing. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at vpn.fm slash WUB and connect with us on Twitter at Network. Send us a hot tip and please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week for another episode of What's Up Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.